Home is your creative canvas, an expression of your unique style. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring your vision to life. It's the place to shop for everything home, from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. They'll even help you set it up. Look, I have an eclectic style, but when I go on Wayfair, they've got such a huge selection of items for the home that there are things that fit me and I know others that will fit everybody else. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with this week's chapter of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. The high highs and low lows of my life as a daddy to two kids and dozens of housewives. I'm here with my co-host, John Hill. Hey, John. Almost the end of the year. I know. And it was a wild week. I went to see Madonna and she yelled at me. It was a wild ride. We're going to break it down. Ben and I went to a birthday party where interesting conversation with the grandpa of the birthday girl about my wife. I was scammed. I was a victim of a scam, which you'll hear about. And through it all, I've been eating like a pig. This is Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. Monday, December 18th, 2023. I'm a tired troublemaking queen today. My troublemaking queen of a son woke me up at 6 a.m. this morning. Well, tell people why you're calling yourself a troublemaking queen. Well, we're going to get into it. That's uh, Madonna called me a troublemaking queen on go. stage at Barclays Center on Saturday night. And John and I have a lot of pieces to put together. So, John... Mm. John went to opening night of Madonna at Barclays. Wednesday night. Wednesday. I went Saturday night. Poor John was one of the folks who was there when she didn't go on until 11 o'clock. And I and have told to- told him to get there at 8.30. And we decided that I would go there at 9.30. Who told so. you to get there at 8.30? Uh, well, that's what the concert said. So right. then you and I on right. the air Right, but we knew. And then we knew 10 probably. We knew that's 10 we probably was the insider track, which by the way seemed so crazy. Insane. Yes. But we thought that getting there at 10, like what on the off chance she's trying to be on time? Right. So you can't get there. Yes, so 9.30 was the, the appropriate solution. So we got there at 9.30. And the, the two hours um, after that, was was a lot of people who there were people really getting lit at the Barclays Center. Oh, they were really getting and for drunk. For someone and, who doesn't drink, that's not fun. That was, I mean, it's it's, just yeah. Well, it can be, but but not for two hours when people are antsy and anxious and frustrated. Right. Yes. Um. And yes. so by the time she came on, I around was around eleven. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. 12.55. I was pissed. Were, yeah. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. Enraged. And I, would, and I thought, and I stayed that way. Right. I was going to say it. I was talking <laughs> to Hickey, who I went with Saturday night, about, he said that if we went there and she started super late, it would take him three songs to not be mad at her anymore. I'm still mad. Right. And there you yeah. go. And I think it really, and it sounds like, you know, it did put a pall over the audience on Wednesday night. It sounds like the crowd was rough Wednesday night, from what I've heard. She also seemed pissed as well. Right. And I think, and I well, and we can get into it more later uh, if you want, but like, I think her sarcasm doesn't travel, you know, very far. I think front row, I think you're like, oh, she's she's with us. She's being funny. She's being a salty broad and it's fun or something. But it yeah, really does. It right. translates as hateful. Right. Well, again, you had um, you had a rough, you had a rough, you had a rough time. I, I, you had the best time. I and you're a Madonna fan. So that's I'm I knew you would like it. Huge Madonna fan. Contrary to Madonna's opinion, but we'll get into that. So I went with John Hickey Saturday night, and we said, so Thursday night, so your night, she went on at 11. Thursday night, she went on at 10.30. So I was hoping that she'd go on maybe at 10.15, maybe even 10 on Mm -hmm. Saturday because in Europe, by the way, she went on at 9.30 pretty much. You know, that's yeah. what she settled into. So anyway, John Hickey and I got there at, we were planning to get there at 10. The subway took a little longer than we expected. We walked in a, like at 10.10, walked right into Jessel and Aaron from the Real Housewives of New York, and... Danielle from Summerhouse, and now I was crazy, and Aaron and Jessel are like, come have a drink with us. We're up in the box with Jen Geyser, who's the head of PR at Bravo, who I love. And I was like, oh, and the guy who was taking us in said, she's going on soon. And we were like, we chose to believe it. And yeah. we said, we're going to go sit down. Now, I thought that our seats were going to be on the side. I didn't know where our seats were. We, the guy took us to our seats. We were sitting in the very front row at the tip. There are some um, runways. We were at the tip of the longest runway and we were like, whoa. And on one side of me was Scarlett Johansson and next to her was Jason Weinberg, who's a major manager who I've known forever, who's a great guy, and Mark Consuelos, and Orfe, the Broadway performer. And so it was fun to see. Mark and I have been to many Madonna concerts together in Paris, Madison Square Garden, whatever. Kelly was sick. She was really sick. And you know she would have to be really sick to miss a Madonna concert. On our right side was one Carlos Leon, father of oh, really? Lourdes Leon. Yes. Wow. So that incredible. was kind of felt very wow. We get to our seats. We did not even have time to get a tequila. And by the way, let me just tell you, I think it was the first concert I've been to with no alcohol in many years. But we didn't have time to leave because we got there and she started. And 
wow. You know, it, it, uh, what a different experience because, again, yeah. it was Saturday night. It was 10-15. The crowd was amped. Um, I found... Now, do you think you can talk objectively about the concert with with separating your anger at... Yeah. So... Yeah, for sure. I thought that, first of all, queen of live vocals, lots of live vocals... Yeah, definitely. Which I really enjoyed and always appreciate about Madonna. Yeah. It was the I I loved the set list. It is a testament to her. This is a greatest hits tour. It is a testament to how deep her catalog is. She yeah. left about eight top five songs off of the set list. Which was kind of annoying, but I still loved it. I Like, I loved the show. I'm good. But no Express Yourself, no Deeper and Deeper, no You'll See, no Material Girl, no Music. Um, also, no like, no, like, Cherish or True Blue or anything No like Cherish those. or True no. Blue. There you go. You know, there you go. Holiday. That was a nice... Holiday. This is what we heard. Holiday, yeah. like a prayer. Papa, don't preach. Um, uh, into the groove, live to tell, crazy for you, hung up, ray of light. I mean, these are all huge songs themselves. Music. So, no, we didn't hear music. She didn't. Oh, we did not. We didn't hear music. Justify my love, erotica, and even some of the songs that were not huge hits for her, like Bad Girl. I was thrilled to hear them. Because I I listened to erotica top to bottom for years, yeah, so I was like, so to speak, great, yes. Um, she did she swap out music? I think I saw clips of music on Friday. No, we that did people not. Posted. She put maybe oh, it was really? someone. Well, put on cowboy hats and she and I. Oh, oh my God! Don't tell times. me she did. Oh, don't, don't tell, tell me, me that's which I, I loved. Music. I love that song. Do you like that song, John? Yeah, yeah I do. Um. So, and she comes out onto the ramp right in front of us for hung up. We're losing our minds. It's amazing. Then she gets her guitar out. I don't know how soon after. And then she says to the crowd, how lucky am I? Like, basically, I think she was talking about how lucky am I to be alive or how lucky am I to be here? It was a gratitude moment. Which turned into her trashing me. Now it wasn't really. It was wasn't trashing. Was I'm roasting sorry. Roasting you. It was roasting me playfully. Yeah. Now let's let's listen to the clip. See, so I'm screaming at her, no, no, I love you, I love you. She goes, yeah, you have a funny way of showing it. It's that crazy kind of love. I get it, though. I'm addicted to that myself. What is she referring to? You Like, what does she think you're saying? You've always said great stuff about So her. here's the thing. There have been times when guests 
have said uh, something about her, right. and it gets picked up everywhere. Now, the irony is, the last time, I think, that a guest said something negative about her, you know who it was that said it? Who? John Hickey, my date at the Madonna oh, show. Damn. Who what did he said, say? He talked about that Madonna was on her phone at Cabaret the whole time they saw it, and that Natasha okay, you know what? was pissed. Solid critique. Okay, fine. Yes, I totally agree. But it got picked up everywhere. And I had interacted with her on text um, around soon after that time. And she had said something similar to me on text like, hey, stop having people drag me on your show. And I said to her, listen, I only speak positively on your show. And we have so many people speaking positively on the show, like Pink and all these people about how great you are. And I said, that doesn't get picked up. Only the negative shit gets picked up. And you know how that works. So I didn't really hear back from that. And then now this is the next time I've seen her, which is now a few years later. And I guess it was still on her mind. And I'm thinking, you know, and I turned to Hickey and I was like, how about that you're the person she should be yelling at? Not me. Hilariously. So now she says that I'm a little shaken, not stirred. You know, you, I'm a fan of hers. I don't want her to think I'm speaking badly of hers, of her. You know, I'm also like, whoa, that was a little intense. I just got, you know, shouted out by her in a way Playfully yeah. ribbed. I turned to Scarlett Johansson. I'm like, wow, that was wild. She's like, what did you say about her? I go, I didn't. I didn't. I, so anyway. So then she is having everyone put their lights on, on their phones. And then she sees me and says this to me, of trying to get me to get my phone up. Andy. Get it up, baby. How many times did, you, did someone say that to you at night? <laughs> Put your backs up. Okay, so that's funny. Now she's joking with me. And I'm like, oh, we're good. We're good. Everything's cool. Me and Madonna. This is great. Okay. <laughs> then she goes into the story of her near-death experience. And she's like... And some of you were worried I wasn't going to make it, right? Were you worried? And she looked at me. And I was like, yes, I was worried. I was worried. Because in my mind, that's the right answer. I was worried, right? And she's like, yeah, you didn't think I was going to make it? Nice. And gives me the finger. So then I'm like, oh, now I'm on the shit list again. I thought that was the right answer. Wouldn't Don't you think that was the right answer, John? I would think it's the right answer to someone who doesn't have a personality disorder. <laughs> okay, well, bitch, she's Madonna, so whatever. So now, again, just want to also point out, we had the best time at the concert. It was like two hours and 20 minutes. We, I thought the live to tell the the AIDS memorial that was the I, highlight. It, it was, was so, good. 
so beautiful, and the way it was beautifully executed. Yeah, the I way loved... it was staged and the sound. Yeah, and the way the, I mean, everything came together in that song. Storytelling, position of the song in the set list. Yes, um, the way they had her connect with the audience, the sound, the uh, orchestration of that song. Yes, live to um, tell, and the visuals. Yes, you know, beautiful, so just so moving and. I just had such a great time at the show that I didn't ever leave to get a tequila. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I chose the show over it. We get on the subway home, and we're on the subway home, and I look at Anthony Lella's Instagram story, and he has videoed the interaction. Now, what I didn't hear was that she had called me a troublemaking queen on the stage. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, she called me a troublemaking queen. Like I couldn't, I was, I loved it, but I also couldn't believe it. And I had flashbacks to, you guys, the divas have put me through it on stage because you recall me being on stage with Britney Spears at Radio City and, and she just thought you were like an ad exec or something. Thank you. <laughs> and a similar thing happened an, an insurance where <laughs> I was on stage with her and then I left the concert and I looked on Instagram and people were posting. And then I see that Britney actually looked at me and was like, basically like, whoever this guy is, who is this yeah. guy? Yeah. And the, and all the comments were like, oh my God, Britney Spears has no idea who Andy Cohen is. And by the way, why should she? Why and would fine. She? And again, that's also part of the thing of y'all have to understand I was in high school when Madonna came out, or junior high, and I have been a fan since day one. I remember the mm -hmm. first time I saw her on Solid yeah. Gold, and we all thought Madonna was black. And then Madonna came on Solid Gold, and we're like, okay, she's white, and we love her. Great, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, she's white. Wow, she's white. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, she's need white. to. Okay, I guess I'm okay with that. Okay, um, she's white. Right. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I just had a flash. I turned to John Hickey. I go, I feel like I did at the Britney thing when I found out that what really happened with Britney. Wow. Okay, Madonna called me a troublemaking queen. Total flashback. That's a brilliant epitaph, though. I mean, that's a, I know. That's a tombstone oh, quote. Totally. I want to put it on my Instagram yeah. bio. Like, it. it's genius. Yeah. What I realized, well, by the way, there are so many. What's now happened, what's surfaced in the 24 hours is people are sending me all these clips of, and I posted a montage of them. I, I had the team at Watch What Happens Live. I go, will you throw together just some of the things I've said about Madonna over the years, which is what I posted on my Instagram yesterday in the carousel, along with her calling me a troublemaking queen, just to show this is what I've been saying. And now someone posted a clip of me and Cardi B kissing her ass a couple months ago. So there are plenty of positive things. Um, it did remind me, John, she definitely like, I'm under her craw in a way because it Hickey pointed out that at the Madame X tour, which we saw together, mm -hmm. she shouted me out from there and said, yeah. did you tell Paris Hilton you liked her song better than my new album? And I was like, no. And I'm like, who is feeding Madonna this information? I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> and then... 
when I got my GLAAD Award, Lifetime Achievement Award, Madonna was the other person honored that night. And in her speech, she goes, and you know, Andy Cohen is also here getting an award. We don't know why. We don't know what he does. <laughs> so like, I have now been shamed by her several times. And I really do consider it an absolute honor. I th- Yeah, I think it's y'all's bit. You know, like what, what so. it wouldn't be very interesting if she were like, Oh handy, great to see you. Right. It would be interesting. This is great. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. It's and re- also you take it so well. And right. You're, right. You're endless it's endlessly entertaining <laughs> to watch her do this to you. I Tortured guess by so. Madonna. I That's know. another tombstone. Tortured by Madonna. Father, it's amazing. Father, friend, yes. brother. Tortured by Madonna. Madonna imp. Madonna yeah. cuck. cuck. I'm a cuck. <laughs> I am a cuck for Madonna. I'm, uh, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I was like, when I heard the troublemaking queen, I'm like, she's the queen of the troublemakers, and I'm a troublemaking queen. So it's we're it's infinity rings. We're bonded yeah. for life. I love it. Anyway. Uh, loved it. Going back to the show in January at Madison Square Garden with Bruce. I will also say that um, I will also say I just think the key to this show is timing it right for when she goes on. And if you can do that, you're going to be okay. And I was fine being on a subway at 12.45 in the morning on Saturday morning. I was like, I just saw Madonna live. How fucking cool is that? You know, that's a Saturday night, man. Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Now, John. Yes. Took Ben to a birthday party the other day. And on Sunday... And he was all pumped to go, and he was helping me with the present, and it was all great. And um, we get there. It was a cooking party. He was so shy. A cookie party or a cooking party? A cooking party. What's a cooking party? You, it's like at a kitchen, and then the kids all like make pizzas and cupcakes, oh, that's cute. and right, then they okay. make them. Yeah. Um, and he just, Jordan, have you ever had this happen to you? He just like clung to me for the first like forty minutes of the party. Would not leave my side. That sounds and natural. I really didn't know what. You know, they were all his friends. They had a place for Aww. him at the table. He just wouldn't go near them. It was very... It's kind of sweet. It was kind of sweet. Yeah, that's what he was feeling. I know. It was what he was feeling. And then he wound up having a great time, of course. But that's not why I'm telling this story. Why I'm telling this story is once he started having fun and participating, I stepped aside and went to the deli platter and was Mm. fixing myself a little something. And the grandpa of... The birthday girl, the grandpa, so this gentleman who's like in his 70s, he came up to me and he was like, oh, whatever, that's your kid. I go, yeah. He goes, tell me about your wife. 
I go, you want to hear about my wife? Now, the father of the birthday girl is now standing there, and he's looking at his father-in-law like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And I said, you want to hear about my wife? And he said, yeah. I go, she's a misery. He goes, you're kidding me. I go, no, she's horrible. I can't stand her. And he goes, well, now. He goes, that's a terrible way to speak about your wife. I go, you should meet her. I go, I say, I'm telling you the truth. I am telling you the truth. Now, the fa- the father of the birthday girl was just going crazy. And then later I was talking to the mom who I love, who's such a great mom, by the way. And she's just, she's one of those moms that just goes the extra mile with everything and whatever. Like you, Jordan. It's everything perfect. <laughs> And um, she's like, I said to her, by the way, your father wants to know about my wife. She's like, you're kidding me. Uh. It was so, it was so good. It was really good. Did he ever find out that you don't have one? I'm sure he knows now (laughs) that I'm a troublemaking queen. And by the way, if any story, you know, if any story uh, tracks of me being a troublemaking queen, it's That's me it. telling this guy how horrible my wife is. Let me tell you this. John, are you, I know you're into astrology. Are you, do you know any Taurians? Because Lucy my first two is a, were Taurus. Oh, really? So Not, Lucy is a Taurus. Yeah. And Barbara's a Taurus. And Barbara is a Taurus. I know. You know, Lucy is like all drama. I mean, she's like, she, she feels things mightily, as does Barbara. Yeah. By the way, I don't like a Taurus. You do. I mean, I love a Taurus because my daughter's a Taurus, but I just think I'm in for it. I'll make an exception for Lucy. But and that's then it. the other day, the nanny goes, "Well, you love dramatic women." I go, "I've never lived with a dramatic woman." You know, I I I enjoy them on TV. Back with more from this week's Daddy Diaries after this. Daddy. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait. A what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill? For me? That's right. The Little Pink Pill. And it's called Addy. A-D-D-Y-I. Or Flavanserin. Learn more about The Little Pink Pill at A-D-D-Y-I.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at Addy.com slash P-I. Or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved Little Pink Pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach. 
where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. Everybody's going crazy about the finale trailer for The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Guess what, y'all? The finale is even more dramatic and better than the trailer. And it's a great I'm trailer. caught up. Oh, really? And wait, have you I seen the trailer into... for the finale? I don't think I have. Oh, well, girl, yeah. you're going to... Well, hold on. So here's where I am. I am caught up in uh, who is about the Greek mafia. Yes. And the DMs about, uh, you know, the accusations. Yes. Have you, <laughs> the rumors and accusations. The rumors and, Have yeah. you gotten to um, Heather and Whitney's fight about what Heather wrote in the book? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Yeah, you're up to date. Well, then yeah. I'm surprised. Well, you haven't seen the finale. Look on... BravoTV.com, the finale trailer posted, BravoTV on Instagram posted the finale trailer. So take a look at that during a commercial break. Uh, it is something else. I'm having uh, And I remember that was the, uh, Salt Lake City is the one where BravoCon, you guys didn't do a panel so that you could not let the steam out before the reunion, right? Yes, because as you will see, you will see the re reason why... None of them had spoken right. to Monica after the finale. Oh, God. And so, yes, that is... that is. We shot the reunion about a month after BravoCon, so we needed to keep it... Sure. You know, we just kept it pristine I can't until wait. the reunion, yes. Um, I'm having... This is a fun week for me. There's no... I haven't had any Watch What Happens Live... I've got just radio and running around. Although when I tell you what I did yesterday, it was there was nothing fun about it. But I've planned a different fun dinner every night of the week. And Monday night was uh, with the Brodericks, a little Christmas dinner. They're, of course, going off to uh, London to do Plaza Suite. If you Which are, I'm going to go see. You're kidding. When are you going to be I'm going London? to London to see it. No way. Yeah. Just to see it? Yeah. Wow. I didn't see Hickey. I mean, Hickey directed it. Yes. And I wanted to see it on Broadway, and I didn't get a chance to do it. So I told him I'm going to go to London and see it at the end of January, maybe begin. I don't think I can make it for opening, but mm -hmm. I'm going to go probably the week after. Well, that's very good. Well, let me ask you something. A shock. How, how do we not talk about all this talk about Ben secretly opening presents and stuff like that? And like, how did Hanukkah even go? 
Hanukkah went great. He was, he you know, he got a bunch what, of shit. He got a bunch of stuff, and the truth of the matter is, he loves the he loves the ritual of we need to light the candles, and now I get my present, and which present am I getting? The good news is, he's not. He got a bunch of great presents, but he's not so hung up on gift driven, like what it's going to be. It's just the idea of opening something up. So, you know, last night I had dinner at Mark and Kelly's house, which was really fun. And um, they had at everyone's place one of those things that you pop open. I can't remember what they're called. Advent what? calendar? No, oh, the 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 king thing, the, with yeah, the crown. Yes, yeah. and there's a crown inside. Yeah. And I traded. I I got you can call hand, them poppers for the poppers. Purpose of the I story. got hand sanitizer in mine, and I traded with Michael Consuelos, and I got a little walking Santa and a little walking snowman. And when I tell you, when I give those to Ben, he's gonna think they're you know uh, gold. He's going to love them. So that's the good news about Ben. Yes. Um, All right. So you're having lots of dinners. So there you go. I'm having lots of dinners. But John, on Monday, when I left here, I went to the dentist. And then I I don't want to go too deeply into exactly what happened. But I... I got scammed, babe. I got scammed what? by How? someone called saying that they were fraud alert from my bank. Oh, and you shit. guys, I am. I said to my parents when they were here like a month ago, you guys, it is so easy yeah. to get scammed. I want you to be so careful. Yeah. I had, I had gotten an email on Sunday because I did lose a card and I put in for it and I got an email being like there may be fraud on your account and I was like oh this is attached to the card that I lost and I started I logged into my bank account and then it asked me for my Apple ID and password and I was like okay this never happens so I bailed out but I had already logged into my bank app And I think somehow my logging in through whatever this site was gave them access to my bank app. So I leave the dentist, I get a call, and it comes up on my phone as the name of the bank. And so, and they're like, it's fraud alert, whatever. I go, yes, yes, we need to talk. And then they were naming, name them, credits (laughs) that I had made. They, charges because they clearly had access to my account and this is the important thing i just want to tell you how they did what they did because they were naming charges and i was like yes these are real charges what i should have done is said can i call you back or i think i also should have maybe said i'm gonna go to my bank and handle this yes and i i Instead, John, I stayed on the line with this woman for an hour and 10 minutes. And what and sorts of things? Were you just going through charges? We and- were going through charges. She was, she was, um, it was going on and on. But at one point she said, okay, I need you to enter into your phone these numbers. And I what? went to the keypad 
and I entered a bunch of numbers, okay, that she told me to enter. And what came onto my screen oh my God. was this screen that basically said, you've given, it basically said that I had set up call forwarding and message no. forwarding on my phone. And I go, no. I go, and I immediately took a screenshot of it, thank God. And I said to the woman, this thing says that there's like call for, oh, she goes, oh, ignore that. So I said, okay. So then I I ignore it. And now, and I was like, listen, I appreciate everything you're doing for me. And she was saying, someone is trying to charge on your card at a Walmart in Minneapolis. Do you know this person? I said, no. Do you want us to prosecute? Now, what they told me yesterday at the bank was, they go, we will never ask you if you want right. us to prosecute. We just prosecute. We automatically yeah. prosecute. So, like, that's a sign. So then I, I, I'm going to the eye doctor to get my contacts fitted, which is a whole separate story. <laughs> my new contacts and my new eye doctor. And cut to, this is the new eye doctor that I've been to twice. The guy who was fitting my contacts asked me to record a video for his sister-in-law telling her Merry Christmas scam. and she's a fan of I, mine. <laughs> Is it, don't you think that's, Adam, you're nodding your head. Don't you think that's kind of, you want me to be your client forever and you're making me have do videos on the second visit? Yeah, that's bizarre. No, okay, thank no, you. That's bad. Okay, so back to the fraud. What sort of things was she saying? Was she offering any sort of solutions or resolution? She was. She was like, we're going to send you a new card. And is this the address we send it to? Like, it was, she was so good, John. She sounded like she was helping me. And she goes, we are going to. So then I was at the eye doctor. She goes, we have a few more things to do. We're going to call you back in 30 minutes. I said, great. Call me back. I never got another call back. Then I start calling fraud alert and they're like, and they're asking me for my debit card number, which I didn't have because my card was gone. And I was like trying to get operator and they're like, we will put you in a queue and we'll call you back. What I didn't realize is all my calls were being forwarded to that other scammer. So now last night I'm getting messages that things are happening in my account and I was kind of freaking out. I'm like, why are they not calling me back? I go to the bank yesterday. First thing, these people wired out of two accounts that I have a lot of money. Okay. No. And what happened is that yes, the bank called me to confirm the wires that these fraudsters did, but since I had set up call forwarding, the call forwarding went to the scam artists. And they confirmed it. And they confirmed the wires. So I am in the process of trying to get my money back. Thank God. And then when I I was on with cybersecurity, I reset my phone, I reset my passwords, all that stuff. But when I was on, I, they go, go to call forwarding. And I saw, and I have the number that it was that all my calls were being forwarded to. And they have a phone record of all the numbers that called my phone in the time that my calls were being forwarded. So it's wild. Here I am at dinner with the Brodericks, and I was like, I may have to go in any second because I'm waiting for the bank to call me. 
And I was like, this is so weird that they're not calling me. Anyway, I spent the day at the bank, the Apple store, back and forth, and I called my parents. I was like, I want you to understand how this happened. Like, So I think part of my advice for people is if you feel something is happening, just go to your bank branch. Don't, yeah. and when you get emails, look very closely at the email address they're coming from. It may say the name of your bank, but click on the name and then the email address will come up and you will see that it's some other random address. Yeah. Just be very careful, man. Just be very careful. I I can't get over, you know. It makes my blood boil. I know. I you, 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 you also... I think your dad was a little bit of a victim yeah. of this stuff, right? Yeah, incredibly. So that's why I was so that's angry about Jen, Jen Shaw. Shaw stuff. Yes, <laughs> I was not. I didn't want to hear about people who were like, "But she's so fun." Yeah, right. No, it really, it really <laughs> it was, it was the wrong time. For I that have to, to be say no, and it really makes you hate these people. I mean, yes. everybody, just be super careful. Thursday, December 21st, 2023. My week of dinners is continuing, of fun dinners. John, I am eating as though I am trying to gain weight. You're eating that like is you're pregnant. All I literally, you would think that I am trying to gain pregnant with twins. weight. Yes. You're bulking. Yes, I am bulking up. Uh, and I've got... People have sent me cookies upon cookies, and I am eating them. I am hoarding some in my closet so my kids can't get to them. I am drinking like a gluttonous fool. Last night, we had a little... John Hickey and I had dinner with um, Liam Neeson and his boys in the private room at Via Carota. It was wonderful. Tonight, I've got a St. Louis dinner on the books with John Hamm and Joe Buck, the sportscaster. And what can I say? Eat, eat, eat. I had lunch at Mirandi with Sherry Levine the other day. Sherry is uh, my old colleague at Bravo, who is really responsible for the success of the Housewives as much as me. Uh, she has been in it from the beginning and uh, is an incredible producer. And we had lunch. I ordered my classic. I always get a bib lettuce salad and tagliata. They bring over this bib lettuce salad. I, I've been going to Mirandi since it opened. I think it opened 20 years ago at least. John, did we used to go there when we were dating? Was it? Is it that Mirandi? Yeah. I mean, it it's been- It came after we broke Okay. Up. It's been there a long time. Well, let me tell you. They messed up the bib lettuce salad. It's different. It's a new dressing. And then the and then the um, maitre d' came over with champagne from Keith McNally. It's a Keith McNally restaurant. He goes, here's some champagne. I go, you need to tell Keith McNally that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I go, why are you fucking up the bib lettuce salad? He's like, okay, thank you. I'll tell him. So careful when you bring me champagne. I'm going to give it to you cold. Now- being a working parent means, I guess every parent this happens to, but you miss firsts in your kid's life. Jordan, can you think of a first you've missed? 
Actually, no. Oh, well, that makes me feel worse. Sorry. Wow, really? Well, well yesterday- I, mean, I, I I also stayed home for the first two years okay. of my older son's life, so- right. Well- It was different. I missed Ben's first time ice skating yesterday. Oh, that's a sad And one. I got the video- Where from, did he go ice skating? He went ice skating at this little weird kind of Christmas pop-up-y thing Cute. on top of some pier. Did he and like it? Well, this morning he was like, the ice was fake, Daddy. I'm like, it wasn't. F- what are you talking about? Well, sometimes ice they have plastic ice. It's frozen water. Really? Yeah, it's like a sheet of plastic that you kind of like march around on. And so it's less really? fun than real ice skating. So he might be right. Oh, my God. So then, but plus side, you didn't really miss his first time ice skating then. Because that's wow. not real ice skating. Well, he fell a couple times. Well, that'll it happen. real. That's all for this week's edition of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. To hear every minute of my Kiki with John, plus interviews, news, and more, you can listen to my SiriusXM channel, Radio Andy, anytime on the SiriusXM app. We'll see you right back here with more Daddy Diaries next week. Radio Andy, always unpredictable. A SiriusXM podcast. Addy. Hey, did you know there's a little pink pill? Wait. A what? A little pink pill? Did you say a little pink pill? Yes, the little pink pill. You definitely need to know about this. Are you for real? Just to be clear, you're telling me there's a little pink pill for me? That's right. The little pink pill. And it's called Addy. A-D-D-Y-I. Or Flavanserin. Learn more about the little pink pill at A-D-D-Y-I.com. See full prescribing information and medication guide, including boxed warning regarding severe low blood pressure and fainting in certain settings at Addy.com slash P-I. Or call 844-PINK-PILL. Good news, ladies. There's more. Addy, the FDA-approved little pink pill, is also affordable and can be shipped directly to your front door. That's right. With insurance coverage, Addy is only $20 per month and $0 after month three. If your insurance doesn't cover Addy, there is still a discount program to get you the best possible price and get free shipping right to your door. So now's the time to ask your doctor about Addy. Learn more at Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western, with over 4,200 hotels worldwide.